Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. You're listening to Lego Masters Deconstructed. Welcome to Lego Masters Deconstructed, Australia's only Lego Masters podcast and very excited today to bring you an exclusive interview with Amy from Lego Masters Season 3. We have been so excited waiting to chat to Amy and I must say she was an absolute delight. Yeah, she was so lovely and she gave us a lot of really interesting insights about what it's like to be on the show and what the casting process was like during the lockdown that we had last year and especially down in Victoria. So very, very interesting. Very grateful to her for her time. So check it out now after this transition. Okay, we have a very special guest today. Amy, thank you so much for joining us. Thank you so much for having me. We are so excited to chat to you. Obviously, sad that you've been eliminated. You know, we were such a big fan and we were very excited to see where you and Darwe were going. But it means we get to talk to you. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) So... I'd love for you to tell us how your Lego Masters experience was. Um, So my experience was a little bit, I guess, unique. Um, uh, Well, I can sort of describe it as the best time of my life mixed with the worst time of my life Mm. just due to um, I had some, uh, I had my grandfather that I was very close to pass away uh, during the filming um, and I had found out I think it was during the filming of episode one that he had uh, gone to hospital. Uh, it was a very big shock for me mm. and it sort of, it was really hard to think creatively. Like I felt like I was there in body but not necessarily there in mind. So that was a big challenge. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that would have been really hard, especially because, there's already a lot of pressure yeah. happening with the show. You've got lots of cameras on you. There's lots of time constraints. And then to add in anything that's happening in your personal life is exactly. a lot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And sort of happening to, uh, I guess, as soon as you walk on set, you just have to try leave your mind at the door sort of thing mm. and try continue on. Um, which it was a big challenge, but I did it. And yeah, with the help of all the beautiful um, fellow Lego masters. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, I think we say this almost every episode, but everyone just raves about the like family that you guys build and how close everyone becomes. Was there a particular team that you got along with best or was it literally like everyone is best friends with everyone? <laughs> yeah, it's literally everyone. It yeah, it becomes you become a whole family. Mm. The filming was during the uh the Melbourne lockdown, the mm-hmm. COVID lockdown. So we actually all become quite close because we were like, yeah, <laughs> we couldn't really go out many places. <laughs> so uh yeah, we were all there together. It was amazing. Um yeah, we had found our people. <laughs> That's so nice. And 
Had you uh, done much building before the show, like competitively, or was Lego always more of a hobby for you? And then the show kind of just brought it on this whole new level. Oh, definitely more of a, a hobby thing. I loved, um, like, I, I loved building with Lego, uh, like the kits and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. I hadn't really done much mocks myself, like just like little bits and pieces mm. here and there, but yeah. From that perspective, though, what made you then decide to apply for the show? Uh, so I was actually contacted um, on my Instagram. So uh, I had worked on a YouTube video together with Darway mm-hmm. about Lego. And so I had a little Instagram account for Foxy Bloxy and I got a, a message on there saying, would I be interested in applying for the show? And I remember screenshotting it and sending it to Darway and saying, uh, is this real? Like, <laughs> and then he was like, yeah, you should definitely do it. Like, see if one of your friends want to do it. I was like, oh, you're like, I know you collect Lego. you got hates of Lego. I think it would be awesome if you could come along with me to this show. Like, <laughs> and then he was like, oh, but yeah, I'm glad that we applied and yeah, we got through. It was very surreal. <laughs> yeah. That's so interesting. So then what was the audition process like for you? Was it a lot of different interviews and and practice builds or anything or was it a bit different to that uh definitely because it was um all through the COVID lockdown sort of thing so it was a lot of Skype interviews and we had to do like a a joint like uh build challenge because I think it was over Skype or something like that so Darway from his house and me from my my house and a couple of the producers we sat down and sort of did a practice challenge sort of thing in front of them so yeah, that was it was really cool um and yeah a lot of other separate um yeah zoom meetings and skype interviews and stuff like that it was i don't know because it was in a time where we couldn't really go out and socialize much so just mm, yeah, having yeah. this uh it, it was very very exciting at the time it felt like i was going on a holiday <laughs> yeah <laughs> and so and you and darway obviously knew each other beforehand how long did you guys know each other and had you ever built Lego together on a combined model before? No, we actually hadn't built together before. We we had uh, made a, a YouTube uh, video together on Lego. Um, we had met, I think it was like the end of 2009, just online. I had learned that he was like a Lego collector. And at the time I was actually making some YouTube videos on plants and succulents because I'm a succulent collector. And he, like we started talking about, like Darwin said, oh, would you ever be interested in like doing like Lego videos and stuff like that? And I was like, heck yes. That sounds <laughs> amazing. So that's how Foxy Bloxy was created. And wow. yeah, we, we worked on only one video together and then then this whole Lego Masters thing sort of <laughs> blew up and I was just like, oh, my goodness. So I didn't really have much time to make much more videos after that. So, um, yeah, I'm going to get back into it. Like I've made a couple of other little ones, but, yeah. And so once you made it onto the show, obviously it's a lot. It's a bit of a whirlwind and you were saying before at times you were sort of struggling with that creativity. Yeah. How how was it building with Darwin when you finally got to work together it was really good so we are very opposite in the fact I think I'm more of a creative brain where Dawe is a bit more sort of like uh uh what's it called logic Mm -hmm. I guess (laughs) (laughs) which yeah at times it works really well yeah um but except for my creative brain was a little bit frazzled at the time so yeah so did you guys have 
um, a kind of process that you followed with each build? Like, did you go into it saying, okay, you tackle this part, I tackle this part, or did you really have to sort of just see how it went every, every challenge? Every challenge was a little bit different. Um, mm. We tried to do the let's do, I'll do this bit, you do that bit sort of thing, but a lot of the times it did sort of cross over. So. And of the builds that you did get to do, what was your favourite? Like I really loved how the ship build turned out, the snow globe. Yes. that was It, it looked absolutely beautiful. I would probably say... It was a lot of fun doing our first build, the rainbow waterfall. I just loved, I don't know, I really love lots of colours and things like that. So building the, the the waterfall was a lot of fun. I really loved that. Like I, I know Brickman had a bit of criticism about it, but I was like, this looks amazing. It's <laughs> so beautiful. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, it was really cool. I wish, I think possibly if my circumstances would have been a little bit different with like what was going on Mm -hmm. in my background of my life sort of thing I possibly might have chucked a lot of more color into things like just a little Mm. bit more Mm. yeah but it's okay and you mentioned the snow globe build we spoke to Jeff in Atlanta the other week and they talked about how they had no idea that the snow was going to build up so much because it ended up being quite a thick layer on the bottom. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Did that end up being a challenge for you guys or were you worried when you sort of started seeing the snow build up at all? Well, none of us knew how much snow there was going to be. I actually, for some reason, didn't know it was going to be tiny little polystyrene balls. I thought it was going to be bits of paper. I had no idea. idea. But um, yeah, so when we saw how much snow was piling in, it was a little bit like, oh no, (laughs) what's happening? Because I think we were the the first Mm. team that they actually switched the button on so we all got to go oh okay that's how much snow it is <laughs> but yeah I think we all possibly might have built a bit different if we had known how much snow was going to be yeah, yeah. in the snow globe but I guess you were all in the same boat yes see that's a pun uh, that was a pun <laughs> I liked that I love puns <laughs> one thing that we talk about on the show quite a bit um, and then I'm really curious for your perspective on is how difficult it is to really appreciate all the little details that go into the builds when you film them and we cut it down to, you know, a 60 or 90 minute TV show. Oh, yeah. Could you talk about maybe some of the details that didn't quite make it into the episodes that you wish we could have seen more of? It's funny. We spend so much on these tiny little mini stories within the builds and these tiny little details and then... When we see it on screen, I'm like, oh, there was a whole story behind that. And yeah. especially like inside the cave, like in our um, the Rainbow Waterfall build, it was uh, so there was the miners that was mining away these like magic rocks from the mountain. And there was like all these robbers that were coming to steal oh. the like the um, the magic stones off the, the miners and stuff. And people were falling into the water. And it was just like all these things that we had uh, spent so much time to yeah, in details, it sort of gets, um, yeah, I suppose I can't really include all of it on telly, but (laughs) yeah. Especially with that cave, because like looking in and around it, I feel like it just would have been such a way to encapsulate so many details. And I feel like there was two shots of the cave in the final episode. And straight away, Zoe and I were both like, wait, wait a second. There's a whole cave there. I want to see the cave. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. There's a lot of cool stuff inside as well. We had a lot of uh, the light bricks. I had never Mm. worked with any of the the press light bricks before. So that was, I was really excited to put them in the, in the cave. Um, but then when I look back at it, like on the TV, I'm like, I can't see any of the light bricks yeah. inside. <laughs> but that's okay. 
One thing the TV show did make a meal out of was the dragon that Darwe ended up building for that build. <laughs> yes. <laughs> it definitely seemed like it was quite a struggle. He was maybe a bit indecisive as to how he wanted to go about it. I thought it ended up great, but oh, could you talk us through what it was like throughout that episode? Yeah, it turned out fantastic in the end. So when that... <laughs> the bowling ball was heading for that dragon. And we just kind of thought just like, you know, just smash that dragon. There was a lot of stress in the dragon, <laughs> but also loved the dragon. It was absolutely gorgeous. Like there was moments where I thought we weren't going to have a dragon, which I was a bit worried about. Mm. But yeah, Darwin did such an amazing job building it. So yeah. Do you know why he was so hesitant? Like he just, he wasn't sure technically how to execute it? He's just a little bit like that sometimes I don't think um he he sort of thrives on that last minute pressure sort of thing mm. um <laughs> which that that kills me so <laughs> so I think I don't know if he was just waiting and just waiting for that that feeling of oh my gosh I better get this done sort of thing and then yeah, I don't know what was happening, <laughs> but I was worried. So one thing that was inside the dragon, I had actually put some um, translucent uh, chain bricks inside. The, there was like little capsules inside oh. the dragon. So it meant that if that dragon had been like, smashed by the bowling ball, they would have seen some glittery guts go flying. <laughs> oh, that's amazing. Yeah. <laughs> but that's okay. Wow. There really are so many little details that we just don't get to see yeah. on the show. Yeah. Yeah. Something else that we've sort of talked about that we don't get much from on TV is the feedback that Brickman gives. Mm-hmm. We only really see like sometimes one or two comments, like if especially when there's more teams at the start of the season, that sometimes Brickman can be like this is really good. I love your story. And then we're on to the next team. And we're like, wait, was that it? So yeah. Next. How long do you guys actually spend getting feedback and going through the builds? Uh, a lot longer than what it's shown on telly. So we do get um, all of, yeah, Brickman's advice and feedback. So um, whether it be good or bad, we get it all. <laughs> <laughs> so we're all what, what left wondering, thinking, oh, wait, is this good or is it bad? I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And once sort of the judging has been made, do you all get time to really go and explore each other's builds? No, not at all. So, oh, no. Yeah. <laughs> I was really excited about watching the show on television because I, I was then able to sort of see what my friends had built. So, Wow. Yeah. They really get taken straight away. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So you've obviously had a little bit of time now since the filming of the series to to go back and probably overanalyze all those builds that you did. When you look back on them, do you think there's any obvious changes that you'd wish you'd made at the time? Or do you kind of feel like, no, we absolutely did the best we could and I'm I'm pretty happy with that, to be honest? (laughs) I think looking back at spending so much time on the little details that don't really get picked up on television, that's something I would have possibly changed. I remember watching, I think it was an interview with Jackson and Alex last year about how they build for the camera and it's 100% true. Like um, the camera only picks up certain details, like large details. So I feel like possibly I would have changed a few things with our builds. And yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah, fair enough. And I guess now that you have that perspective of what it looked like in person versus what it did look like yes. on camera, like it would be so hard to picture. Yeah, definitely, 100%. And we've still got a bit of the season to go left, but if you had to make a a guess as to who you think could take out the win, do you have any idea? I absolutely love Fleur and Sarah. I I 
uh, team girl power. I would love for them to win. Yeah. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. We need more Lego ladies in the universe. So, yes. <laughs> and those two are the sweetest. They are such a delight to watch. They're beautiful. Yes. <laughs> I mean, we've talked a lot about how they're idea generation has been so unmatched on the show like without fail they'll always have just the most creative out of the box ideas so hopefully that can see them through to the finish i hope so i hope so amazing well thank you so much for answering all our questions amy and joining us on the show is there anything you wanted to plug before we let you go thank you so much for having me uh everyone can find me on foxy bloxy on youtube on or instagram i think i'm on a couple of other different social media things out there as well but yeah Thanks so much for having me. Thank you so much for joining us. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Lego Masters Deconstructed, Australia's only Lego Masters podcast. Make sure you subscribe to the podcast because we're going to have more interviews like this one with Amy. Although, how can we top that? We don't know, that's for sure. (laughs) And we'll have recap episodes for every episode of the TV show, which is also a lot of fun if you want to hear our uh, non-Lego expert opinions definitely listen to those (laughs) make sure you are following us on our socials at lego masters underscore deconstructed on instagram and at lmd the pod on twitter we'll always post there when we have a new episode and of course you can chat to us about any of your thoughts or feelings or ask us any questions zoe does say always and that is true for the instagram which she runs (laughs) i do the twitter and i would like to change the always to mostly like I do a decent job of it but sometimes I'm busy and I forget or like the the episodes always go up but maybe I forget to tweet about it because I'm too busy looking at memes or something (laughs) if you have Lego memes by the way I'd love to see them I haven't seen many this season send them our way yeah please do anyway sorry about that Um, good times everyone thanks for listening we'll see you next time bye Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.